What's going on, team? Welcome to an episode of the Keep Going Podcast Season 2. This is your co-host, Luke Wheat, coming out of Knoxville, Tennessee. Before the show starts, make sure to follow us on our socials. Okay, Twitter, the Keep Going Pod, Insta, the KG Podcast, and YouTube, at the KG Pod. Just a reminder that we are not psychiatrists and not psychologists, just a couple ex-athletes trying to make a difference and end the stigma of mental health. Thank you guys for listening, and let's get to the show. That keep going moment. My keep going moment. That's my keep going moment. Let's keep going. <clears throat> Welcome, team, to episode 49 of the Keep Going Podcast, Athletes Shining a Light on Mental Health. This is one of your co-hosts, Luke Wheat, coming out of Knoxville, Tennessee. We're joined by the whole crew today. We got Pat O'Malley down here, and we got Jackie Tripp. Jackie, where are you coming out of today? I'm coming out of Plymouth today. I wish I could say it was somewhere sunnier because this is like the 16th weekend in a row. It's rained here, but <laughs> my spirits are high, so I can't complain. Yeah. Pat, what sure. about you? Yeah, so I'm actually out in McChesney Park, Illinois, at Athletes HQ, uh, kind of one of my side hustles here. So shout out to HQ, shout out to Rockford area. Definitely excited to have D. Mitch on the call today. For sure. No, 100%. D. Mitch, welcome, man. Um, Rock Valley and Union Baseball. Love it, dude. You played for Pat down here. You played for Petey, which is one of our good buddies, and the Peterson brothers have been on the pod. Um, we've heard that you're a power pipe aficionado. So you got to tell us a little bit about that and tell us it was our first sponsor on the pod. So tell us a little bit about Power Pipe before we just get going to anything else. Yeah, definitely. I just want to say thanks for having me today. Um, yeah, Power Pipe, I've, uh, I started going to uh, the Peterson Power Pipe when I was about seventh grade, maybe sixth oh, yeah. grade. Started swinging that uh, when he when he started, when he first started back at the uh, the first place, the old barn. Um, I started get, getting baseball lessons from Steve Peterson. Shout out to Steve Peterson. It's been a huge influence on my life um, and my baseball career. And uh, so I just started going there, training there, and basically uh, was using the power pipe throughout my whole entire baseball career. And it's the best product out there for sure. Okay. <laughs> well, there's our, there's our testimonial on power pipe. I wanted to get that one in early so everybody would hear it. Um, we're excited to have you on, man. We're excited. I love having baseball guys on, um, mainly just because of how different of a sport it is to everything else. It, it's one of the most beautiful games out there. It causes a lot of emotion. It causes a lot of just, you know, um, built-up excitement and then a release of it at one time. Baseball is one of my favorite sports to watch. Um, one thing we do here, it's episode 49, so I'm going to shout out a number 49 back in the day, and that's Chris Sale. We got a big, hefty lefty. Um, I know you're an outfielder, but I want to bring on a big guy to talk about a little bit for episode 49. And the next thing we do um, is weekly mental health shout-out. So what you've been doing this week for your mental health, um, Jack, you want to lead us off? Yeah, I got you. Um, also, number 49, Tim Wakefield, but he's a Boston guy. So okay. um, mental health-wise this week, I think I finished that book that I've been like telling everyone and their mom about. And <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. Um, what, what book was that again? Are you being sarcastic? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we, our listeners don't know, though. Love, I, I mentioned it last week, Love People Use Things by the guys, The Minimalists. They have two documentaries, too, on Netflix, and then they have two books, but that book's really good. So I finished that book this week, and then I also 
took time to rest instead of trying to run run around on five six hours of sleep I made sure I was well rested with like a solid six or seven hours versus five or six and that was definitely key yeah 100 percent. five or six is pushing it Jackie I don't know about five or six I know five or six (laughs) Pat what'd you do this week I think first and foremost, I have to shout out Jackie for her stuff. I know that's been a super, super big focus for her to kind of like take a step back and be like, hey, I got to get some more sleep. I got to do more stuff for myself. But not only that, but she's been telling everyone about that book. But not only that, but she's been sending out copies and like putting in different group chats, like just an amazing soul. So I just want to shout out Jackie before anything. Um, My mental health this week is going to actually be Today, I've kind of been banged up and had a cold the last couple of days and uh, finally getting healthy now. And I think today, having the family, having some friends over for football, that's going to be big for my mental health. So once again, getting back with my people, getting healthy, I think goes a long way. David, how about you? Uh, yeah, so for this week, I think uh, I kind of focus on nutrition and exercise this week. So I've been trying to not only get into the gym, but also do like a outside workout um, outside, such as like bike riding, walking the dog, whatever it is, playing some golf outside, getting outside before, you know, the cold comes. So that, and and, um, part of it, I'm trying to do uh, like meal prep. So for the week, so I, I, uh, I cook a lot, make some good meals for the week, just get right, get right for it. Man, I, I, I am proud of you for that because meal prepping is like one of those things when I think about it and Pat's a huge meal prepper. I don't know what it is about my personality, but whenever I start to think about meal prep, it's like anxiety overload. So it's something that I'm trying to be better on. And uh, I can tell it's whenever school's out of season, like in the summers, I can do it. Um, so it must be just that anticipation of school coming Monday and the busyness and that kind of thing. But um, yeah. Props to you for being a meal prepper and Pat as well. Jackie, do you get into meal prepping at all? No, like same thing with you. I don't know why it's so overwhelming to me. Like I think it's yeah. just the start of the week and I'm like, oh, now I have to prep all these meals. But my sister and I have been trying to get into it because it is helpful once you do it. Yeah, it's just 100%. hard to get into. Yeah, for me, it's just like, well, just throw it away. Yeah. Just throw the week away if I got a meal prep. <laughs> Luke. I didn't know we'd get here this early on, but like we're almost 50 episodes in and I haven't gone into my rant about air fryers yet. So here it is. Oh yeah, go ahead. Air fryers, air fryers, that changed the entire game for all the people that are out there and they're looking at Jackie, looking at Luke going, I'm that person, air fryer, grab a $20 air fryer, put it on the counter, tell everybody about it. Like that book we were touching on. Air fryers changed my life. I don't know if David uses it, but that was my shameless plug. If any Amazing. air fryer sponsors want to sponsor us, let me know. Amazing. I love that. Um, this week for my mental health, man, um, I'm the head of Dosset House at Web School. So we have a house system. It's six houses. Everybody from sixth grade to 12th grade is in. And we had an upper school meeting this year or this week, excuse me, um, about leadership which really tied into the Dakota Fitz episode, Coach Fitz, our offensive coordinator and head coach over there, um, really tied into that meeting really well. Um, So this week, we took a little survey that kind of 
put you in your direct, you know, there's a million different ways to categorize your personality, but this one was, you know, North, South, East, and West. And East is kind of like a free loving, carefree kind of go with the flow kind of person. And then West is kind of that type A um, and, you know, plan everything out, all that kind of different things, um, personality. And you've got your different various ones for North and South as well. Um, my kind of self-help thing this week was understanding what my personality is and what my strengths were in the classroom. Um, but also trying to figure out what my students' personalities were specifically and try to, how to incorporate them and make them feel more comfortable in the classroom. Um, like which is kind of insane that I hadn't thought about that necessarily before because I was reading the conscious coaching book, um, which is kind of how to coach an individual athlete within a team setting. Um, but yeah, it, it really helped this week with um, one, my motivation to get resources put together. Um, and two, kind of just let them, let the students guide the lesson a little bit more than usual. So that, that was really cool for me this week. No, Luke, I love that, man. And, and like I tell our listeners all the time, like your growth with your students over the last year with your players is something if you're looking for a roadmap in that kind of direction. I, I listen to episode one with Luke and listen to our last couple of weeks. Like just yeah. his growth has been inspiring, Luke. So I appreciate all you do. I know your players and obviously your students appreciate you as well. That's Thank actually, you, no, of course. I think it's a pretty nice segue over to David. So David, we ask our you know guests every week, why did you want to jump on with us? Why did you feel like you were a good fit for, so introduce yourself and kind of talk about why you're a good fit to jump on with the KG gang today. Yeah. Um, so I started listening to your podcast. I think uh, it was like last year in the winter time. Um, I was down in Barberville, Kentucky, kind of like getting used to the adjustment. And I really liked the stories that were on here from athletes um, shining a light on their mental health. And I think um, when I was down there, I was kind of just like getting through it. And it really helped me get through my uh, career as an athlete, finishing my career strong. Um, just talking about what you guys do on here. Um, little, little, little stuff um, every day, which helped me. And I wanted to share my story on that as well as an act. No, absolutely. I love that. I love that. And David, while we're here, man, be honest, we're a pretty unscripted. We're a pretty candid podcast. When you got to, when you got to, I always call it Bourbonville. When you got to <laughs> Bourbonville, you hated it, if I remember correctly. So talk about the first Kentucky. Talk about that for our listeners. I need to know. Yeah, no, it was definitely a big, uh, big adjustment, big cultural change from uh, where I was at. I think, uh, I think the population down there is like 6,000 people in the town. There's nothing there. And uh, I think my high school is like 4,000 people. So the whole town was 6,000 people and my high school was 4,000 people. So it was a total, total adjustment. But uh Honestly, at the end of the day, after the year went through, looking back at it, I wouldn't change a thing. I loved it down there. It was definitely uh, hard, but um, I really enjoyed it down there. No, Big no. D, um, I'm from Pikeville, Kentucky. So where U Pike yeah. is, uh, so there are about 6,000, 7,000 people down there. And uh, I got to tell you, I had the same experience just moving to uh, Knoxville, Tennessee. <laughs> so, <laughs> 
and you know you're going from six thousand to you know about oh, I can't even remember what Knoxville is. Not even going to try, um, but a bigger city down here. So I completely understand the the like moving to a different place and the culture shock. Um, it's not an easy thing for me. It's kind of the opposite. I feel home in the mountains whenever there's not a lot of stuff around and you can kind of get you know in Barberville or Bourbonville, as Pat was saying, <laughs> is not as tucked in there as Pikeville is. Um, but yeah, man, I, I feel comfortable up there and it was a weird adjustment for me kind of moving down to Knoxville as well. So it's not an easy thing to do to move away from home. Yeah, for no sure. Doubt. No doubt. And David, I'll kind of just uh, backtrack a little bit, but I had to touch on that because I think that's hilarious, like how your career kind of worked out. But I want to backtrack a little bit. You're a guy in your career as a student athlete that's had a lot of ups and downs. Um, at, and I will be very candid it did not start off well in this game for you. Like you had a lot of setbacks, a lot of adversity. Walk through little man, David Mitchell, when you picked up the pipe, when you got with Steve, give our audience a little bit of prelude of how we got to this point. Cause you're already telling us you wouldn't change a thing, but walk me through like those days, like early on for you. Yeah. Um, early on, like, Seventh, eighth grade, I started working out with a good group of guys. Um, shout out the facility boys. Uh, those guys really pushed me to the, be the person that I am today. But uh, walking walking through it, I was never the best person on the field. I always had to work hard. And mentally, it was super. I was super hard on myself, I think, mentally, because I wanted to be so great. But at the moment, I just needed to focus on going – day to day, getting better every single day, not where you're going to end up, but just take it one step at a time. I think going through, because I was, I was never, never the best athlete. I always had to work hard for it. Um, I had like big dreams to play college, college baseball, um, had one offer out of high school and that was to rock Valley. Um, so I went through high school, worked hard through high school, had a good career. Um, Went to committed to Rock Rock Valley College late. I think it was like in the summer or something before something like that. Never uh, forget. Went there, Never forget. Went there, went there for two years. Um, definitely had a good career there. Um, I was able able to do pretty good. Our team was really good. Good group of guys there. And then after that, I think 2020 was COVID. So started off the career really hot. Um, started because it was a two-year school so i had to start looking for new schools after that so i was looking around it was kind of tough with the recruiting process of that for me because i was kind of like betting on myself for a good sophomore year and i only got to play what like 15 games something like that right. so um after that was up um going through the um the college search, I ended up at Mount Mercy University, which was a four-year university um, in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. That, honestly, um, through that story, I'll talk a little bit later, but that was a that was a tough adjustment for sure to go in there, um, a really good NAIA school. And then after that, I uh, things didn't work out there. And I decided to go to grad school for my fifth year of uh, fifth year, get my grad school and play baseball at Union College. Yeah, yeah. but 
they stop there. I know when I see the group start nodding that they have something to say. So I'll chime in first. For our listeners that are trying to play college athletics, you mentioned you had one college offer. One. Obviously, I was the school based on various connections, Steve Peterson being one of them and countless other people. For our listeners that are trying to reach that goal and they might not have offers yet, maybe this fall, wintertime, spring, summer, any advice for them? Honestly, um, I would just say you got to keep grinding every single day. Um, it will happen. It will. Believe in yourself. Um, reach out to college coaches. Um, somebody will take a chance on you for sure. If if you do the right things, do it every single day, talk to them, and uh, just keep grinding every single day, and it'll work out. Thank you for that. I just want to make that clear. We got people out there thinking they might never get one, but if you do the right things, awesome. Luke, what do you got? Yeah, I kind of want to touch on two things, and I got a little question about the, the Mount Mercy story because I can tell, and tell there's a lot there. Um, the first thing is you had so much pressure to try and be great, right? And I think it really comes down to, and I want to talk to the athletes out there right now listening to this that also feel that pressure because that was something that I went through. You know, it, it's not all going to come at one time, right? If if you look at the greatest of the athletes in the sports, right? If you look at the quarterback documentary on Netflix this summer, um, you got Cousins, you got uh, Mahomes, and I can't remember who else was on there. But every single one of them, they would go out there and do the fundamentals every single day. Right. They would do the little things every single day and they were just getting half a percent, one percent, two percent better every day. If you're struggling right now in high school to, to get that college offer, get back to the fundamentals. Right. Ask your coach what you need to do to get better. Have a willing have a willingness to learn. I think that's super important. Um, and then be ready for the truth. Right. Your coach is going to tell you the truth um, and you got to be willing to accept that and use that to get better. Um they're, they're there to help you and just just listen to them. Um, so that's the kind of first thing I want to touch on. It's, it kind of goes back to that getting 1% better a day. It's not all going to come at one time. Dave, Big D, I want you to talk a little bit about Mount Mercy, man. Talk about a little bit of adversity that you went yeah. through in the past. Yeah, definitely. Mount Mercy was definitely uh, some ups and downs in my career. So going into my junior year at Mount Mercy, um, I won the I won the starting spot on the field for uh, right field or whatever because so many people put pressure a lot of pressure on themselves for you know winning earning the spot right so I won the spot there like that's all I like worked hard for basically started off really really good junior year first like month of the season and then like middle of the season started really struggling on the field like wasn't 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 hitting the ball at all like I think I went like 0 for 40 like that's really hard mentally as an athlete as like I put so much pressure on myself to be like I want to be great like just keep on grinding away keep on grinding away and I think uh sometimes you just gotta like take a step back and like breathe a little bit but me up my engine just keep on going keep on going trying to like figure it out and I just basically at the end of the year um was not playing at all and did not like start at all at the end of the year like did not play just on the bench and as an athlete like 
all athletes want want to be on the field, right? And for me, just to be like being out there, like going going through the pregame and then being benched, which was super super hard hard mentally on my game. So that happened my junior year, and then my senior year. This is my last year, basically of of baseball. I was thinking, um, basically similar thing happened but at the start of the year started off great at the end of the year um wasn't playing again I was like dang I don't want to like kind of just end it like that didn't even like I thought like as a as a fourth year guy being on the team I wasn't even like invited to go on to the conference tournament bus like mm -hmm. I was I had to sit at home and watch the team at home and for like how hard I worked I was like man like this really sucks like I was like really down on myself and just wanted to like just end it there so and then as we know I went on and transferred to Union College and played there had a great time had a great year and ended off ended off pretty strong so which was uh which was good. So you just got to trust the process for yeah. sure. Jack, what do you got on that, Jackie? Sorry, I got to unmute myself. Um, Obviously not the situation you want to be in because I know people that have had to like sit out. I see a lot of this in college when they have to only send certain players to away games and you miss out. And obviously that sucks, but from that time of having to miss out on that, even though you worked your ass off, to fast forward to the year after where you are playing, what would you say was like maybe the most pivotal moment or what did you learn from that time period? Um, I think one of the best moments is like, uh, I think my coach at Union College was something like, you get the opportunity to be out here. And that really stood with me. Like, I, I can't play this game forever, right? So me being able to have one more chance and get, like, being able to be out there um, really just, like, was I was able to soak it all in and have, have more fun and not put so much pressure on myself. Like, you really, like, through the, through the days when you're, like, a freshman, sophomore, you really – put like a lot of pressure on there on yourself to like be good and want to want to play right away but I would just say you, you gotta you gotta trust the process because at the end of the day it will work out for you yeah and I, and I love that too yeah I love that too I what I would say is you know you've mentioned a couple of times trust the process trust the process I think in 2023, that quote gets thrown around a good amount. What I would say for the group here and our listeners is you better put the work in. So down the road, that will pay off. That's the process, right? The day mm -hmm. in, the day out. I think it's like sometimes people are like, I'm just waiting on my one shot. And it never comes because they didn't do anything. So the other things, right? the early mornings, the late nights, the recovery days. You just told me as an adult now that you didn't go out last night because you knew you had to jump on the pod and work nine hours today. It's holiday weekend. 
and you're in your younger 20s. Like, I, these are the decisions that you're making. And I'm sitting here in my facility right now just blown away by how beyond your years you are and how you continue to raise the bar, man. I'm, I'm proud of you, man. That's all I got. I appreciate no, 100%. 100%. Big Dave, it, it's a testament to kind of where you started, right, with, with the Peterson family in, in seventh to eighth grade. And, and you took that chance to get the master's degree and do your fifth year at Union College and, and kind of came full circle with the Peterson family there, man. You, you never stopped working. Um, and I don't want that to be an underlying part of the story. I want that to be the the top part, right? You were always putting in the work because kind of like Pat said, and we talked about this a lot, Pat, I don't know if you remember, it's kind of side conversations whenever we were starting about the kind of cliches that can get thrown around. Um, we always talked about in the beginning, if we were going to throw a cliche out there, we wanted to dig deeper into it so that it actually had a little bit of meaning for the listeners at home. And, and trust the process is definitely one of those. Right. Talking about the fundamentals earlier, talking about um, all the different ways that you can improve and get one percent better every day. That's how that's how you're going to um, trust the process and be able to get to the end goal there for sure. So, Big Dave, you kind of moved on from baseball, right? You did your fifth year at Union. Now you're working your job day to day. Are you working a nine to five right now? What's the what's the work schedule like? Uh, the work schedule is all over the place right okay. now. <laughs> Yeah, it just depends on the day. Sometimes I open, sometimes I close. So okay. sometimes it's five, five to two, sometimes it's 12 to 10, sometimes okay. it's two, all over the board right now. All so, right. Yeah. What do you do for work? Yeah. Sorry? What do you do for work? Uh, I'm doing like uh, a business management program at Menards right now. Nice. Okay. Talk to me a little bit. Talk to me a little bit about that transition from athlete um to worker right what, what's that transition being like not having baseball as much in your life anymore and going into the workplace I can see it Luke already baseball to Menards I can just see it in big letters yeah. it, it makes sense go ahead Dave yeah I think uh you know at the end of the day like I was happy with what I did throughout my career so um it was a good transit transition I think for sure from uh from baseball to work i'm still trying to you know find that purpose um it's not easy man that's not easy i struggle with that myself for sure still still trying to uh to find something out there um i don't know if i i'm gonna do the, the menards thing for the long term but i think um it's definitely taught me like baseball has taught me a lot of life lessons where i can uh learn from learn from it for sure um yeah i was talking to the the head coach of the basketball team at maryville college the other day man and you know i think pat are you 27 28 what are you right now 28 28 okay i'm 27 just turned 27 um i was talking to the the maryville college basketball coach shout out raul plus areas over there um all conference player he's a dog back in the day um and i was like you know had some opportunities early in my career to go coach at a bigger school, blah, 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 this and that. And I was like, I feel like I really messed up that opportunity at the time because I wasn't ready for it. He was like, how old are you? I was like, well, I'm 27. He said, you got time. He was like, you're young. He was like, there's no reason to put pressure on yourself right now. Um, Opportunities are going to come later down the road. He's like, I know it feels like a lot right now and that you haven't figured it out just yet, but 
opportunities are going to come later and you, you got time. So I think that was something I had that conversation two or three weeks ago, man. And that, that really resonated with me and it, it kind of helped me every day um, go through the day a little bit more positively. So, so I don't know if that's something that helps you out big Dave or not, but that that's something that I think about a lot right now is my conversation with Raul. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I think this too, and I'd almost bet half a kidney that Jackie's going to want to touch on the identity piece. Um, <laughs> but I'll bet the whole thing. I'll match it. Wait, bet a kidney that like that's kind of on your mind right now. But Dave, what I want to touch on is for our athletes that are leaving the sport, if it's something where like the skill just isn't there anymore, like myself, like Luke, or like Jackie when she got hurt and that was it. Like it was very sudden. It was done game over for our athletes that are going through this if they're injured wrapping up their career just not playing as much as they think they should whatever it may be talk about that transition man anything that you did to go from okay i am no longer david mitchell the baseball player i am now a a family man i am a friend i am an employee talk about that transition how that's helped you and what you've done to help to combat that i should say yeah, yeah, that's a good question. Um, you know, I think taking like what I learned throughout my college career and trying to like still like have an impact on other people for sure, like a positive impact on other people. Like when I was at, at school, my goal was to like try to make someone's day. Like that that hasn't changed from the transition from making someone's day at the, at practice or outside or whatever it is because that's just life lessons that I've that I've brought into my into my life now after after the career's over and I think uh you can still do stuff that you're passionate about like I still bring into like working out like all the time working out not baseball wise but I still you can still work out just um regularly at, at the gym or outside you know so that stuff man i i wish i really hope my girlfriend listens to this episode because like that's something that we talk about all the darn time like how can i separate this how can it not be my full thing and i love the side hustle aspect i love the the weight room, the diet, there's more challenges away from baseball, basketball, soccer. I promise for our listeners, like life doesn't just stop, right? Gosh, I, that is fantastic, man. And, and I have to, I don't even think the group knows this. David Mitchell is the reason I do the thankful Thursday stuff. Now he called oh, okay. me last year and we're going to go into this now, but like he, I'm not surprised he talked about this. It's a perfect segue. <laughs> He's the one that called me like last year when he was at Union, and I've done it every Thursday since. Like uh, he's the reason why, David. I got to talk a little bit about Thankful Thursday, and do you still do it? Is that something you just did at Union? Talk to me about that and explain to our listeners what that is. Yeah, yeah. So uh, when I was at Union College, our coaches um, came up with Thankful Thursday. So every single Thursday. First thing you do in the morning or throughout the day, um, for us, it was like the first, first when, we, when we got to practice, so it was like maybe in the afternoon, one o'clock, you would have to take 15 minutes and reach out to, some, 
reach out to somebody, a friend, family member, and tell them what you're thankful for. And um, for for like a good good chunk of time, I was doing that. To be honest with you, I kind of stepped away from that a little bit from Union College. Thankful Thursday, but uh, that's definitely one thing that I want to try to keep going with that moving forward. I gotta start Thankful Thursday. I gotta start that's doing it. it. That's it, man. I start Change doing your it. Life. Change your damn life. Yeah, absolutely. I know me and Pat had talked about this before, but I kind of let it go to the wayside. So, so I'm gonna I'm gonna start doing that this week for you, Big Dave. I got yeah. you. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. It, it, is it a phone call or is it a text or does it not matter? Um, it doesn't matter. I did phone call, but um, I like I like phone call. Voicemail. Dave, but I got, I got two darn voicemails, man. I had to go to the audio message. I always do like the little uh, recordings now. Yeah. Is what yeah. I do. yeah. Because they're not ducking me if I just put it right on them. So that's what yeah. I mean. So. Yeah, I think I think a phone call. If if you can do a phone call, that's that's best. Um, I know Pat Pat did did the phone the text to me. Um, maybe it was a, a month or so ago, and it just makes your day when you hear that from somebody. So if you can do that to other people, it's uh it's definitely powerful. Dave, that's um that's just who you are, man. Like it, it's, you are that guy that shines the light. You are the guy that can be that, Hey, I might not have the answer for you, but I got a big smile on my face and I'll be there for you. That's just who you've always been. And, and you want to talk about a glue guy. Like when we were at rock Valley, it's David Mitchell, you know, it had nothing to do with how he played. It's just who he is. Um, Jackie, I know that Luke cut for a little bit. Anything to add on this before I move on air? Um, you mentioned this earlier in the episode, but you said something along the lines, I'm, I'm paraphrasing, but it was along the lines of day by day, like go day by day, because you don't know where you're going to end up. And I think that I was glad you said that because we talked about that when I was on in the winter and we, they talked about that in Adam O'Malley's episode. And I think an issue too with sports is that people forget that skills are transferable. I think people think, okay, I have all these skills. I can swing a bat. I can shoot a basketball. Like now what? Now I'm not a basketball player. But what you're not realizing is that the like the intangibles, all those skills you're learning, you they transfer to every part of your life. Like I wish, and Adam says this in his episode, like I wish that I enjoyed the day by day and the brick by brick more because I was so focused on like, okay, where is this practice going to get me? If I take these extra shots, like maybe I can be good enough to go to this school. And I didn't realize that all that really mattered was just being an athlete and being on a team and how that's going to help me in the long run. Because all those extra reps I did didn't help me in college because I never ended up playing college, but it helped me for moments like this and moments of work I've had and experiences I've had. So I like that you touched on that because I think athletes need to remember that. Like Pat touched on with his girlfriend, like there's so much more to it than just like, the games you win and your stats it everything's transferable skills so i just want to touch back on that because i like that you mentioned it yeah i like that no doubt no doubt and i think the big thing i saw a video this week that was actually clipped out of the last dance and it was about michael jordan and i don't know how i missed this the first couple times watching the last dance they talk about how mj's biggest MJ's biggest separator was being fully present. Mm -hmm. 
run that back one more time. Was being fully present. It had nothing to do with what Jackie just said, like busting her, you know what, being there. Adam talked about it like, I just went and I missed all the good stuff that could have got me further because I was so focused on getting to that last thing that like most people never get to. But if you fall in love with the process and being fully present, I think that's, I think that's powerful. So I just wanted to check on that. Well, Dave, I don't want to take a crazy amount of your time. I know you got work coming up later on today, but I got to ask you, man, we've gone over some ups, some downs, some in-betweens. Tell me when everything changed for you, because man, you're providing some great stuff for our listeners today. Give me your keep going moment. Yeah. So for me, um, I think my keep going moment is that transition from Mount Mercy University to Union College. Um, getting out my out of my comfort zone and taking that risk to go to Union College in Barberville, Kentucky, which I was really uncertain about. Um, you know, going through those ups and downs moments at Mount Mercy University, like I was like, honestly, like considering just quitting baseball in general. Um, after that, my fourth my fourth year at Mount Mercy University. Um, when I got benched, I was like, maybe I'm not, maybe I'm not good enough to play. Like, and I just took a week off, stepped away from the game for about like a week or so. I'm like, I can't, I can't just quit. Can't quit now. I got one more year left. Um, I had the opportunity there. I'm going to take it. So I think that's going to be my keep going moment. I love it. I love it, man. And for our listeners that are struggling right now, if it's the fall and you had a bad fall or if you're injured or if you're academically not where you want to be, if you had something, a family setback, a relationship setback, I love the, hey, I took some time. I took a step back and said, this is my choice. It's me against me. It's you against you. And look at you now, man. You look back and you had a fantastic career that now you get to talk on podcasts about how awesome it was. Uh, uh, Common theme, man. Awesome, awesome stuff. Super proud of you, man. Jackie, what do you got? No, I thought you just touched on it. And I appreciate how honest you were. And I'm going to start doing the Thankful Thursdays. I meant to add that into my last bit. But I like that. I'm going to do the phone call. You just inspired me. So thank you for doing that. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt. Well, Dave, I got one last thing and I'll get you out of here for today. Um, And I'm totally stealing this from another podcast. um, And I can't remember where it's from. Give me your favorite memory in the game of baseball and give me the person that impacted you the most in this game. So I think, uh, I think I'm going to start off a lot of people impacted me for sure. Throughout this game, I think I had a great support group. Uh, my family, for sure. My mom and dad have supported me through my whole entire career. So they have impacted me greatly, driving me to games all throughout my throughout my life, coming coming out coming out to Union College, watching me play throughout my career. So I'm gonna say have to say my parents, and then also I would have to say in baseball, shout out 
Steve Peterson. Um, I knew it. Going there. Yep. They impacted my baseball career a tremendous amount. So I can't say enough great things about that guy there. And then uh, what was it? The favorite memory? Favorite memory, man. Favorite memory, man. That one's that one's tough, but uh, I think I'm gonna have to say when I was at Union College, um, we were we were not supposed to be that good. We had like ten wins the year before, came back and uh, we ended up winning the conference championship um, in the AAC conference. So I'd have to say winning the conference championship my last year of baseball. That's uh, my favorite memory with the with the team. Dave, I love it, man. I appreciate your candidness. I apparently I appreciate you jumping on and, and being your authentic self today, man, because we're about 50 episodes in and it's refreshing when we have people jump on like this that have been through it, man. So I appreciate you. You had the opportunity to rewrite your story and, and you did, man. And we're we're writing it every day, man. Love it. Luke, what do you got? No, Dave, thanks for coming on here. It's not easy to come on and, and kind of speak your truth and, and talk about your own struggles, but but I promise you it's worth it to any of the listeners out there. Um, people want to hear your story, and I think if you start telling them to telling it to the people, um, you won't realize the amount of impact you can't have until you start doing that. So, Big Dave, thanks for starting that journey today and, and telling people about your story today. You made a huge impact. Yeah, thank you. Jackie? Yeah, likewise. And I think we we touched on a lot of good things today, and I appreciate you coming on. And I got to know, I need to know who you're rooting for in the World Series, Dave. Oh, man. Uh, I'm a Cubs fan, but I think uh, I got the Rangers going. Okay. Okay. So do I. So do I. Little Uh, Chapman shout out. That's all right. Little Chapman. Chapman's in there. Yeah, Stony Brook has a guy on their team, too. So I'm thinking yeah, Travis Jankowski is their platoon outfielder. He had the great flow um, on yeah. the walk-off. You can see him jumping around. He's awesome. Um, I was hoping, like, they could win one so he could, like, donate some stuff to the school. That yeah. would be sick. Yeah, so, like, yeah, yeah. Definitely, <laughs> definitely go Rangers. But um, I love you guys, and I appreciate you guys jumping on. I know it's not easy on a holiday weekend, but, Dave, we love you. We appreciate you. We'll get this out today. And uh, above all else, guys. Keep going. I appreciate you guys. Keep going, y'all. Appreciate y'all. Love you guys. Yes, love you too.